One of the great joys of being a traditionalist, or at least traditionally minded, and a person of faith is that the world hates you. Our Lord warned us of this, of course, that the world will hate you because the world hated him. This hatred extends to the truths of what we believe, but also to the implications for what we believe in the world were our views to become the norm once again in the West. As a consequence, we often get blamed for all kinds of crazy nonsense in the public sphere, from acts of political violence to an increase in the coarseness of public discourse, and, relevant to our story today, to international conspiracy theories. Today's story presents us with a greater topic for reflecting on, and that is our role in the society, to be salt and light, and what that means in a world that is increasingly losing its faith and becoming hostile to the church and to our Lord. The consequences for that hatred are obvious. When you consider what the outcome of a sustained campaign of blame will be and where it will lead if it continues. So today, let's briefly look at a story a subscriber sent to me on Twitter about the Catholic organization TFP, Tradition, Tradition Family, Property, and how they're getting calumnated by implication with some nasty actors and how that is going to affect the rest of us. This is part of the playbook we've seen before that's designed to push all of us to the margins, because according to the world, the only good Catholics are the ones who are promoting globalism and centralized control over all aspects of life in the name of the new eco-paganism. So buckle up, because you're, going, because you're about to discover that your rosary beads have made you an extremist in the eyes of the world. But let's take a moment to thank my patrons for their support. This channel is kept going by the support of regular viewers like you. If you want to support the work of this channel, you can do so by following the link in the description of this video to Subscribestar or Patreon and helping out for as little as $1 each month. For that, you get access to supporter-only live streams, early access to special videos, and other perks that are in the works. In addition, you can help out this channel through traditional mail, and everyone can help out by sharing videos with others that you think are important. Thank you, and on to the news. Some political terms are now being used to the point where they've lost all of their meaning. For us, the term far-right really means anything the acronym agenda pushing political elite oppose or anything that stands in opposition to them. It's why some of us laugh when we see a guy like Tucker Carlson get called far-right for trying to apply a pro-family logic to current events, or when the label gets used to smear anyone to the political right of whoever is the front-runner this week in the party of Moloch's primary campaign for President of the United States. It's a term that has all but lost its meaning, yet it gets applied to everyone as a universal smear. If you're watching this outside the U.S., then you might be familiar with the use of this term in your own politics, where real conservative politicians haven't won a meaningful election in decades, say for maybe in the U.K., and even then it's doubtful. But nothing scares these same elites like the prospects of Christians suddenly regaining political influence in the Western world. That idea legitimately terrifies them, as is the example of today's story. And the tactic being used against TFP is tried and true, and it shows what they think of you and I. So all that having been said, if you want to know what is coming down the road, here is the description of the Catholic organization Tradition Family Property, or TFP, from the Irish Examiner, which is a not exactly a fringe uh, media outlet. The context of the snippet of the article I'm going to quote for you is simple. They're talking about ultra-conservative nationalist movements in Europe and the U.S. that are using what political commentators call dark money to influence politics which typically comes from sources outside the nation being targeted for political action, but not always. It's dark money because it's by its nature it's hard to track to its point of origin. Anyway, here's the line of attack that fits all of us. Quote, 
another ultra-conservative Catholic network, Tradition Family Property, whose U.S. branch spent at least $100,000 in Europe since 2010, oh no, $9,000 a year or so, according to Open Democracy, and who run chivalry camps, also has a presence in Ireland. Here in Ireland, it goes by the name of the Irish Society for Christian Civilization, TFP. It runs rosary rallies and summer camps here for boys and their fathers, all oh, the horror, where stories of Catholic heroes are told, presenting true model role models for the participants to follow. The organization, which is also registered with the Irish Charity Regulator, said its aim is to resist in the realm of ideas the atheistic, liberal, and socialist trends of our times, proudly affirm the positive values of Christian civilization through the dissemination of religious articles and Catholic literature, especially of the message of Fatima, end quote. How terrifying. So in other words, if you have ever participated in a rosary rally, like, say, the one being promoted by Father Heilman, myself and others, you have, uh, you know, participated in in-person rosary rallies. If you look to the saints as role models for your children, if you want to put the brakes on and reverse the steamroller of atheistic liberalism and socialism, you are part of the far right. So, welcome to the far right. We have cookies. But notice something here. There is no sin greater to these people than resisting the ideas they're pushing. Trust me, most of them don't care that we're praying rosaries or even holding summer camps for boys and their fathers. What they hate, what they are afraid of, is organized resistance to their ideas. That scares them more than anything else, and it is why TFP is getting labeled a far-right organization. It's the first step towards earning the label extremist, and from there, finding yourself on a government watch list. If that sounds hyperbolic to you, just remember that in the United States in recent years, the IRS has been weaponized for political purposes against groups not dissimilar to those ones we're talking about now, and that this surveillance state that we're building for ourselves is one that is openly hostile to the dissemination of dissenting ideas. In an era when first deadly sin marches happen so frequently that they aren't even news anymore, and in an era where groups who promote acronym organizing are all too often tied to the political establishment, Merely having a dissenting opinion is now grounds for being labeled an extremist. This is the case with TFP, especially in Ireland, where like any other European country has restricted speech in the name of security, surrendering freedom for some illusion of safety. In this case, this is a right-ordered freedom that is at stake, for as the church defines it, true freedom is being able to do what one ought to do, not necessarily everything you want to do. And this certainly includes being free to resist atheistic liberalism and socialism as threats to the family and to the most vulnerable. There is a certain irony in all this. In the Irish Examiner piece, the author then goes on to quote a member of the Moloch Party in the American Senate, who decries this use of international money to influence elections and political activism. All the while, the street-level organizing for the party of Moloch is funded itself by a handful of wealthy international billionaires, who often hold passports for multiple countries and have no allegiance to any of the countries they fund their activism in. But of course, TFP isn't the first group to be labeled like this, nor is this event the first case this year. Do you remember that whole debacle with Steve Bannon, Cardinal Burke, and the Institute in the Mountains of Italy that was designed to promote essentially a rebirth of Catholic action in Italy and beyond for a revitalization of the faith and the public sphere in Italy and again beyond. Numerous media outlets tripped over themselves to label Cardinal Burke as some part of a far-right extremist organization. Because the media has successfully labeled Bannon as some kind of promoter of hate, 
Burke has by implication been labeled a member of the kind of extreme groups, if I named them in this video, this platform would probably suppress the video using its algorithm to suppress extremist content. Yeah, that actually happens on this platform and on others, despite it actually being illegal to do so in the U.S., due to this platform receiving federal protections that require them explicitly to not engage in that kind of behavior. But the case of TFP in Ireland is like that of the Bannon and Burke mess, in that merely showing any signs of organized resistance by Christians to the overt evils being promoted in the world today is enough to get you labeled an extremist member of the political fringe, or worse or at the very least, is part of the fringe that the elites don't like, given their tolerance for organized street violence in places like Portland and elsewhere. So grab those rosary beads, raise your children right, and be prepared for much worse, because actions against outsider groups always start by pushing those groups to the fringes of society, and that does not absolve us or relieve us of our duty to be salt and light in the world. Opposing atheism is now a thought crime for the elite, and it's been some for some time, so be prepared to be an extremist, because it is very difficult, if not impossible, to be loved both by the world and by the Lord at the same time. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.